Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally I read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But today I am not going to read a poem um, because I am actually driving around. And so, um, yeah, I can't read and drive. Y'all know how that goes. (laughs) But I hope that this episode, um, whoever is listening to it, whenever you're listening to it, um, I do hope that um, you are having the most amazing day or evening or morning thus far. So I wanted to talk about soul ties on today. Um, This is something that I, I'm not even sure, I might have touched it on past episodes or maybe I've never touched it at all, but I have a tendency to um, think very deeply. Um, As a matter of fact, my sweetheart told me that in order to be able to listen to some of my episodes, he has to get into the mental mind state um, because I do think so deeply and I cover a lot of deep um, things that I've been through, how I have processed them. Sometimes I'm still processing them. And so he's like, because your subjects aren't necessarily light subjects, I have to prepare myself um, and be in the right headspace to listen, which I totally respect that because he's not the first person to tell me that. Um, In fact, my mother had mentioned that to me as well, um, that she was like, you just think so deeply. And, yes, I do. There's a lot of things that have happened to me um, in times past and even in times current um, that I have to get that stuff out of me. I have to get it off of me. I have to address it, process it, um, and all of the above, excuse me, as I was speaking to my therapist on yesterday, one of the things that that I actually talked to her about was the fact that because I've been through so much, and mind you, you know, the sessions are timed sessions, so it's not like you can unpack every single subject when you're in one session with the therapist. It takes many, 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 many sessions, and you're not even guaranteed to be able to unpack everything that you've experienced. Um, And so one of the reasons why I believe that this is very helpful for me whenever I am speaking on this platform, the Dear Future Hubby podcast, is because it allows me to unpack some of those things. And I would, truth be told, rather do that than um, be in a situation with my purpose partner and start to regurgitate every single thing that has happened just because of one trigger. Like, I don't want to be that person, um, although I know that it is very realistic that it could happen. So with that being said, what I wanted to address was soul ties, because a lot of times um, we may not be consciously aware that we are soul tied to someone in our past or of our past. And so um, I truly believe that even that is something that should be dealt with and addressed, because you could be um, someone who has not been with a particular person for decades, and then something happens, and you start to realize that you still have emotions and feelings and 
everything else connected to that individual. And so although you may be walking as if you have been delivered from that soul tie, the only reason why you're able to walk that way in some circumstances is because you haven't really been in that person's presence. So you don't even recognize that you're still soul tied. And so, um, I mean, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. It just depends on who the individuals are. But at the same time, if you are trying to nurture and if you are trying to build and if you are trying to focus on a brand new relationship, are you someone who doesn't want that to come back and haunt you later? The fact that you have not severed particular soul ties, the fact that you are soul tied to individuals, um, is it going to impact your current relationship? Or are you with a person who understands that some soul ties may never actually be severed? And are they someone who can work with that reality? And the reason why I say that is because if you share parenting with a child, there's a soul tie there. And with their, that soul tie being there, you may not deal with that parent, <coughs> excuse me, for 10, 15 years, depending on the dynamic of the relationship. Maybe it's an absent parent. But then all of a sudden, your child is about to graduate. And you don't want your child not to have both parents present if you aren't a selfish individual. Excuse me. And so if at all possible, you're going to try to do everything that you can, humanly possible, to make sure that both parents are present at your child's or children's graduation. With that being said, if you have a soul tie with someone and you have not severed the soul tie or you have not addressed the soul tie or you have um, not compartmentalize that, excuse me, that soul tie, you may run the risk of being triggered when that individual manifests again in your life. And so one of the reasons why I do my best to try to deal with my unresolved issues now when I try to pray about things that bother me and people that bother me and get up under my skin and everything of the sort, one of the reasons why I try to handle that quickly is because I understand what happens whenever you do not address certain things. And whenever, and I get it. I get that life happens. I get that sometimes we may look up and, and it's like, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, I didn't get a chance to process this, and now this is in front of me. That happened to me a few weeks ago. Um, and I didn't even realize how many triggers that I had not addressed or that they were even triggers until I was presented with that situation. And it took a toll on me emotionally after the fact. I was okay in the midst of the situation. But after the fact, there was some aftermath that took place with me emotionally, psychologically, mentally, that I had to address quickly. And I'm so grateful that I do have a therapist because had I not had a therapist, I probably could have taken 100 steps back from all of the progress that I've made thus far. And so... The reason why it's important to address soul ties, even if you're just journaling it, if you don't want it to be in writing because you don't want someone to find it, um, sometimes saying it out loud, just getting it out, or you can write it and burn the paper. 
just deal with, if you can, if at all possible, some of the soul ties that you may have. Um, so that that way it's not going to bleed into your new relationship. That way it's not going to become a hindrance later. That way it's not going to create arguments that are not even necessary. That way it won't give place to the devil. That way it won't be the small foxes that spoil the vine. Um, because you're dealing with it as you become aware of it. Sometimes you may actually have to incorporate your partner and tell your partner, okay, so this is the work that I've done thus far, but I notice whenever I get a phone call from this particular individual, it's so certain emotions that are attached um, that I can't quite pinpoint why I feel the way that I feel. Don't judge your emotions. Allow you allow yourself to process your emotions, acknowledge your emotions, be present with your emotions. That is something that I have started practicing, and I'm going to tell y'all. That's probably one of the best things that I ever decided to incorporate in my life is to be able to have the emotion, acknowledge that the emotion is there, let it do whatever it's going to do. It may manifest in crying. It may manifest in singing. It may manifest in dancing. It may manifest in anger. Um, even the Bible says be angry but do not sin. And I believe part of the way that we sin is whenever we're angry and we allow that anger to fester within us and we don't address, why am I angry? What pissed me off? Like, we don't even acknowledge that. We just keep on functioning. Yeah, we may have the, the facial expressions to show that we're angry, but we don't deal with it. And then the moment that we're faced with a particular situation that we were not prepared for, then all of a sudden, all of that anger that we've been holding on to forever and a day, per se, um, it comes out, and it comes out in the most craziest of ways at times. And so I believe that one of the ways that we can kind of quiet the dragon, so to speak, is if we deal with our, our emotions, including anger, as it comes instead of allowing it to just do whatever it's going to do on the inside um, while we're pretending like we're okay on the outside. And so I'm very, 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 very grateful that that's a tool that I have um, actually started utilizing because now when I have a certain emotion, let's say my feelings are hurt. First of all, let me just put this out there. Um, no matter how strong I sound, I am a very, very, very sensitive human being, so much to the point that something I can see something on television impacting someone else, and it will bring me to tears. Like, I'm just very, very, very sensitive. Some people refer to that as an empath. Whatever you refer to it as, that is literally a part of my DNA. Um, I'm extremely sensitive, and so I've had to get me some thick skin over the years, but one thing that has not faltered or changed is my sensitivity. And so um, with me knowing that, I have to be very mindful of the things that I listen to, the people that I speak to, um, the people that I deal with. Um, sometimes I kind of have to give them that PSA announcement like, hey, this is the type of individual that I am. It's a certain way that you need to speak to me or that I ask that you speak to me because if you don't, 
you're going to see T-Lane. And T-Lane is my alter ego, and she is very, very protective of Teresa, the sensitive one. And so with me knowing that, um, now I kind of give people the heads up so that way they're mindful in how they approach me when it comes to certain um, situations. But, you know, sometimes I forget, and then they find out the hard way, truth be told. And so um, that's something else that I've been truly, truly trying to work on is my sensitivity because there's certain places that you go that you, you can't be sensitive. <laughs> you can, you just can't. You got to put your big girl panties on and you got to deal with whatever it is that you got to deal with. So that's something that I've been truly trying to work on um, in terms of myself, not being overly sensitive, um, but still being empathetic and still being compassionate because that's, that's just a part of who I am. But um, so, yeah, so pretty much being able to know I'm angry about X, Y, and Z, and this is why. Then after you realize, okay, so I've come into the knowledge that these are my triggers. I've come into the knowledge that I'm soul tied to this particular person. What does that look like to me? Is that preventing me from being able to enter into another relationship? If so, why? Well, if I am ignoring the fact that I have a soul tie and I haven't dealt with it, haven't tried to sever it, and then I enter into a relationship, how is that impacting my current relationship? And if it is impacting my current relationship, is this something that I can talk to my new partner about, or is it something that I need to pray over, or is it something that I need to journal, or do I need therapy in regards to this because it's actually rather toxic? Um, these are the things that it would be hoove us to ask ourselves anytime that we're dealing with soul ties because the way that we're soul tied to people is going to manifest different, differently for everyone. So knowing that, understanding that, and then working on addressing that can help you and everyone involved because sometimes people can become collateral damage, not intentionally, but it happens whenever we don't address a lot of the things that have occurred in our past. And we walk around with this weight, and the weight that we're carrying, we don't even know half the time. I know that Erica Badu, she had um, talked about, it was a song called Bag Lady. And a lot of times we don't even realize what we are carrying in those bags. There's soul ties, there's trauma, there's triggers, there's um, so many negative emotions, um, and we regurgitate that. And so, and we do it and we spew it on people that they had nothing to do with how that stuff got in our bags. But all of a sudden, now they're affected and impacted because we never dealt with those things. And so as I am aging gracefully, I am becoming more mindful of even how it is that I speak to my parents. I'm becoming more mindful in terms of how it is that I speak to my siblings. Um, I'm doing the very best I can to speak life into my family members. Um, I'm also making sure that I am present. If I recognize something, I'm talking about it. Uh, because soul ties don't always have to be romantic soul ties. Keep that in mind. Sometimes it can literally be a soul tie where, let's say you had a friendship, and that friendship um, was a, a very, very instrumental part of your life for so, so many years. And then all of a sudden, 
the person that you were friends with, you don't hear from them anymore. And it's not like you don't hear from them for a couple of weeks. It's not like you don't even hear from them for a couple of months. You haven't heard from them in a couple of years. And so you may be wondering, like, what did I do to offend this individual or what did I do to run this individual off? Or, but your soul tied to that person. You had grown accustomed to having conversations at least once or twice a week. You had grown accustomed to hanging out with them every chance you got. Maybe COVID took over. Maybe the pandemic took over. And for whatever reason, they started having, or you started having financial issues, and you were too ashamed to talk to your friend about it because they were only used to seeing you in a certain light. Uh, maybe you felt some type of way about them seeing you in this darkness and so you just kind of distance yourself but you thought that what you were doing was just distancing yourself to protect them only to realize that it's been two plus years since you've had even spoken to them you don't know how they are mentally you don't know if they've lost anyone in their family um, you don't know how they've been impacted by the pandemic and so now you go from being considered such a great wonderful friend to kind of being considered an enemy and or vice versa and the reason being is because, for whatever reason, pride got in the way. And so when that happens and you're revisiting the soul tie, it's like, okay, so why why did I not feel safe enough to share my truth with this individual? What was I protecting him or her from? Have we, have we truly been friends this entire time? Have I picked and chosen what I was going to share, when I was going to share, and how I was going to share? Were they more in an, in an acquaintance category instead of a friendship category, but I've just never taken the time out to look at it that way? And a numerous amount of questions that you could ask yourself to try to figure out, is this soul tie healthy or is it unhealthy? And if you find or discover that it's a healthy soul tie, then maybe it's time for you to reach out to that individual. Maybe some apologies need to be said. More conversations need to be had. New boundaries need to be drawn. Things of that nature in order for you to be all the better for um, recognizing the soul tie, for you to be all the better for acknowledging um, that you miss your friend, and for you to be all the better for kind of speaking your truth and love, figuring out a way to convey to this individual that, hey, you know, I'm sorry if I literally indirectly put you in an acquaintance zone and didn't give you the benefit of the doubt. I, ju I truly and genuinely do believe that you are a friend. I just haven't been a friend to you in this season, and this is why. And so having those conversations as deep as they may be as uneasy as they may be, are helpful because we don't always make a 100 when it comes to maintaining certain relationships. We don't always get it right. Um, and sometimes it's as simple as opening up our mouths. Now, you still got to be careful because there are some people that when they know beyond the shadow of a doubt that they have gotten, quote, unquote, under your skin, what they may do is do certain things to provoke you on purpose, intentionally. You got to be willing to discern what type of soul tie you're dealing with. And then if you're wanting to sever the soul tie, 
distance most likely is going to be one of the greatest ways for you to do that. But not just that. You may have to process severing the soul tie. There may be some habits that you formed when you were in the relationship that now you've got to unform in order for it to truly be a soul tie that's severed. Um, and then you've got to walk in that deliverance. You've got to walk in that breakthrough. Don't look back. Don't be like Lot's wife. Don't turn into a pillar of salt. Don't be salty toward the individual just because things may not have turned out the way that you intended for them to do. It's really okay. The whole point is for you to become a better you and for them to become a better them, whether y'all are walking this path called life together or apart. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. I just want to uh, thank you all for tuning in. I knew I wasn't going to be before you long, but that was something that was heavily laid on my heart, so I did want to share. So if you are someone who is experiencing a soul tie and you're someone who truly wants to sever that soul tie, begin to work on an action plan so that you can create distance between you and the individual. Try to see what that looks like for you. Make sure that you create healthy boundaries for yourself. Maybe instead of talking to them every day, you can only talk to them now for maybe 30 minutes because you're trying to create distance. Maybe you both have become codependent on one another and you didn't realize it. Maybe you were codependent while you were both single and now one of you are in a relationship and now it just feels kind of unhealthy to you because you now have given your attention elsewhere, and you don't want to appear rude, but at the same time, your new boo requires all of you. And so those are things to think about. You know, if you're trying to nurture a relationship and you're trying to, you know, make it work, there may have to be new boundaries created in order for you to be able to make sure that you at least start off on the right foot. And sometimes distancing yourself from some of those unhealthy relationships um, is the best thing that you can do for you and for the person that you're dealing with. And if you have a soul tie, one that you were not aware of, but it is bleeding into your current relationship, take time out to acknowledge that and process that and see why is this still lingering and what can I do about it. And then make the necessary and take the necessary steps to do just that. You never know. Your breakthrough could truly be right around the corner, and all you had to do was acknowledge the soul tie was even there. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. Um, and here's my message to my future hubby. And today's date is February the 9th of 2022. Dear future hubby, I pray that all is well in your world. I pray that you are having the most amazing 2022 year thus far. I wanted to ask you, do you have any soul ties? Do you have any ties to people from your past that are haunting you now? Are you dealing with those soul ties? Is it your intent to sever those soul ties so that it doesn't bleed into our future relationship? Is it your intent to nurture some of the soul ties because they bring happiness to you and joy to you and gladness to you and they help you grow? I understand that not all soul ties are bad soul ties, but what does that look like to you in your life? One thing I know for sure 
is that when our souls tie, I pray that it is until infinity. I love you. Love, Teresa. Thank you so much for listening.